Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Alejandra Garcia from Miami, and today we'll be talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, the Art of Racing in the Rain, Bennett's War, Fast and Furious, Hops and Shop. First, let's talk with Catherine, 11 years old, from Chicago, Nava, 11 years old, from Atlanta, and Ava, 10 years old, from Michigan, about Dora and the Lost City of Gold. So, Catherine, tell us a little bit about the film. Okay, so Dora and the Lost City of Gold is about Dora, who is now a teenager, because in the show, a long time ago, she was just about six years old. Now we see her at 16 years old and who is mostly at home in her jungle. Okay. But her parents are (laughs) trying to go to find the lost city of Patapata. And so Dora is forced to go to the city and stay with her cousin Diego and her family in America. And so she kind of just goes to school there for a little while and while they're at their field trip they're going on a scavenger hunt to look for one of the oldest things in the museum and they find themselves in a crate and going to <laughs> oh great yeah i thought it was so interesting that this movie had this new angle about dora being a teenager and not being the dora the kid like the series so i thought it was really cool that they used that angle so what did you think um nava about this new angle since they're um trying to portray dora now as a teenager instead of a kid like the series it was different and unpredictable yes i completely agree yes so, Ava, what did you think about having such talented actors forming part of the cast in the movie, like Eva Longoria, Isabella Moner, and Diego, and Eugenio Derbez? It was amazing. I felt like, um, I felt like uh, Isabella Moner did a great job playing Dora, and I felt like she looked very good as Dora, and she did a great job. So you liked how the way she used, like, to portray the character in the movie, like having Dora as a teenager. You liked it? Yeah, it was very cool. You were you were able to connect with her through the screen. You were comfortable with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So um, Dora now being a teenager and having that new angle, it's a different story or a different message that it gives to the audience in comparison to the series. So, Catherine, what did you think? What message do you think this movie taught the audience or what kind of vibe it gave off to the audience? Well, first off, I felt like it should be to be kind to others and always trust new people and always stay adventurous. Yes, that's something that I think that, um, well, this movie has a new angle, but I think that they stayed the vibe of Dora stayed intact because Dora in the series when she's a kid she's always adventurous and always trying to find 
new experiences to gain. And I think that same vibe and that personality stuck in this new movie. What do you think? I do agree very much because in the show I used to watch, I, I used to watch Dora. And yeah. I do feel like she was still quite adventurous. Yeah, totally. And well, what was your favorite scene, Neville? From the movie, so, I mean, I imagine I saw the movie and I liked all the scenes I had, um, like in the jungle, all the shots, all the setup of her new experiences with the gang, trying to find the mystery that she was trying to gain. What did you think, or what was your favorite scene that portrayed that that adventures or that um, gaining experiences from? Um, I feel like my favorite part of the scene was the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can't say much about that because we don't want to give spoiler. But yeah, I absolutely agree. That part really closes the loop in a way. And, and I think um, gives the results of the movie. And what do you guys think about the age and star range for this movie, Ava? I think it was more of like a 5 to 18 and adults would enjoy it as well. Yes, I totally understand. And what about the star range? I think I would give it a five stars because I really loved it. <laughs> Great. And what about you, Nava? What age and star range would you give it? I give it five out of five stars, and I think five to 18, and adults will enjoy it too. All right. And what about you, Catherine? I think that it is a four out of, I give it a four out of five stars, and I recommend it for ages six to 14. I completely agree. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, The Art of Racing in the Rain, Bennett War, and Fast and Furious, Hobson Shaw. And right now I'm talking to Catherine, Nava, and Ava about Dora and the Lost City of Gold. So as we were talking, girls, we agreed that all the scenes were adventurous and that all the gang was having so much fun in the jungle. So what did you think about the setup, about all the scenes in the jungle? I mean, in my, from my opinion, I thought when I was watching it, that it seemed a little bit um, dangerous. I don't know if my parents would let me go in the jungle in search of the mystery she was trying to find. So, Catherine, what is your opinion about that? Would you want to join Dora and, and her gang on the mystery or not? Since it's a little dangerous, I think. Yeah, I've never been really the kind of person who likes to go outside into dangerous places. Um, so I probably wouldn't. Maybe, maybe watch from a distance talk on the phone with them but I don't think I would go I don't think I would let my children go either so I don't think yeah I, would I wouldn't either what about you Nava? I would never go to the jungle with Dora because she does crazy things and it just seems so dangerous and what about you Ava I would definitely go with Dora and her friends because it sounds like more fun than I've ever had. Yeah, I mean, in a way, I would join them as well because it's, I think it would be an experience of a lifetime, but at the same time, I think my mom would let me go with them. And what do you, do you, do you want to see, uh, well, not a reboot because they made it, but would you, would you guys like to see a new movie continuing their adventures of Catherine? I would really like to see another movie of that because the first one was really good so I'd like to see a second yeah I think it would be great since I mean we've seen so much from Dora the series when she was a kid I think and we 
so little of Nora on this new movie being a teenager. So I think it would be great, really great. We would get like a, an extension of that. Do you guys overall like it? And what do you guys think the movie or what what message do you think this movie gives to the audience? Ava. I think it gives that if you stop judging people and accept them for who they are, that you can solve big problems and have a lot of fun. I completely agree. I think Dora and this movie does that. What about you, Nava? What do you think this movie gives to the audience? I think it's about being yourself because she was herself throughout the whole movie and she didn't care about what other people thought. Yes, I completely agree. And lastly, Catherine, what do you think? Yeah, I do think that you should be yourself and if some like if someone is maybe being weird, maybe just don't acknowledge it and you know, let them be them. I completely agree. Yeah. Don't forget to watch Dora and the Lost City of Golden Theaters. So let's take a break. I'm Alejandra Garcia from Miami and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by the New Adventures of Gumby, the eighties volume two. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm Marjean from Roman tennessee and you've been listening to kids first coming attractions we've been talking about dora the lost city of gold and next we will be talking with sahiba and morgan about the art of racing in the rain now, I haven't seen this movie yet, but I've seen the trailers, and it just looks absolutely heartwarming and just a delight. Normally, I'm against dog movies, but this looks like one that's been done right from the trailers. Uh, let's start off with you, Saibai. Do you feel like it lived it lived up to the trailers, I guess, what they were presenting? Um, unfortunately, I have to say no. Oh, it is a very sweet movie, 
and there's lots of pluses about it but it just like lacks memorability the story um unfortunately it's too common and um too predictable in not such a good way um but there's still like you said it's it is a delight in several ways i mean you can't go wrong with dogs um i fell in love with enzo and um, there's also a really cute girl in the movie who's a part of the family. So they're very sweet moments, but um, unfortunately it did lack in some places. Well, that's unfortunate, but I'm sure kids will still love it because dogs and kids. Uh, what about you, Morgan? What do you think? I would have to agree. Both Enzo, who's played by Kevin Costner, who is the dog in the family, he did a terrific job of making new lines of dialogue that fit his character like you know he saw a zebra which was a stuffed animal and pretended that it was an evil character or a demon as you would call it and then like Raya Armstrong who is Zoe she was compassionate and she was also very smart so I like how they combined all these characters to make a family and a heartwarming film that was not only funny but also very dramatic I agree. Uh, I looked at the cast, you know, and it's just some A-list talents like Milo, Bentimiglia. I probably got that wrong. I'm sorry. But uh, and Amanda Seyfried alongside Kevin Costner, of course. How do you feel the cast does in their roles, Saiba? I think um, majority of the cast and most of the time does a wonderful job. Um, my, one of my favorite um, uh, characters in the film was the father-in-law, Maxwell. Um, he was sort of like a villain uh, of the film and he had this um, intensity around him when ever interacting with Denny, the um, lead character. And both actors, whenever they would interact, it would get so tense in the theater and I could just feel feel this bubble around them and they did a great job and often these interactions wouldn't have any words but um I have to say I felt that sometimes in the emotional scenes Milo Ventimiglia his acting could have been a little more but otherwise in the scenes where he's with his family and his dog he does a wonderful job and he's really like that father figure who's very sweet throughout the whole film that's great to hear uh morgan do you agree with the with what saiba said about the characters well i would definitely have to agree about the father and my favorite character would have to probably be enzo because like I said, the dialogue he had was just too gosh darn funny. And I think that even when the times were very dramatic and you had to fight through, he found a way to do that. And on top of that, even when things were very sad, he found a way to make them a little more um, airy and light, which I found to be great. Mm, interesting. Enzo steals the show. So are there other dogs in this movie, Morgan? Um, no, as a matter of fact, Enzo is the only dog, which I think is another thing that enlightened his character and made him, well, something very emotional and helpful for Eve, who's actually the mother, played by Amanda Safebride, and the other people in his family and those around him. Mm, interesting. So a little bit of a fish-out-of-water dynamic sometimes. Saiba, what do you think about the messages in the movie? What do you think the audience should take away from watching this movie? Some of them are definitely, you know, never give up when life throws terrible things 
at you. Um, you know, there's always that light at the end of the tunnel and just keep pushing. And one thing they um, repeat a lot throughout the film is that which manifests is before us. And I think that means like we make our own destiny. And even if everything's going wrong, we can we still have like control of what happens. Mm, very interesting. Sounds like very good messages to take away from this movie. Morgan, what would you say the star and age rating is? I would say the age rating for it is probably 12 to, well, anywhere from 18 and up. And uh, stars, I would give four out of five race cars. And also, parents, be aware when you're taking your children to this because there are some inner deep messages and things about it like death, um, and also, you know, there are some custody battles and, well, things that children might not be entirely aware about due to the trailers. So I would have to say that they would probably be aware of these before they take their children to the movie, just in case their kids aren't entirely prepared for what they're going to see. Wow, thanks for mentioning that. That is definitely something I did not expect to see, especially after watching the trailers. Thanks for this interview. It's been absolutely amazing. Well, no problem. Thank you for letting us being able to talk to you. Yeah, All right. thank you. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, The Art of Racing in the Rain, Bennett's War, and Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. And of, right now, I'm talking with the wonderful Ian Brock and Ava about The Art of Racing in the Rain. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So, Ian, what were your overall thoughts on this movie? It was beautiful. It was very uplifting, and it was a little bit funny. There was a little bit comedy, comedy in it, and it was. And so far, it was. It's one of the best movies I've seen so far. Brock, do you agree with Ian's opinion on the movie? Do you agree with Ian's opinion on the movie that it's one of the best this year? Yes, I do, because it was very funny and energetic, and I love everyone who act in this film that's good to hear Ava what do you think about the actors in this movie you know we have a lot of big list names like Milo Ventimiglia I think I got it right this time and Amanda Seyfried and of course the wonderful Kevin uh Kevin Costner who voices Enzo what do you think about the various acting and voice talents I thought the cast was amazing in this film. I thought Milo Ventimiglia did a great job playing the father, but a lot of the names I didn't know, so I had to do some research on them to find out who they are. But I thought the cast was still pretty amazing in the movie. That's good to hear. What about you, Ian? What do you think about the cast? I I agree. I agree with her. It was it was amazing. So, Brock, what do you think are some messages that um, the audience should take away from watching this movie? I think you should take away from this movie that even when life is hard and it might be disappointing at points, you always have to get back up. That's a good message, definitely, for kids of now to hear because, you know, everyone always fails. And sometimes people just always take that one main failure as whatever it is. But... You know, yeah. we should always learn to persevere through those fa- failures. Mm-hmm. Ava, Kevin's, uh, Kevin, uh, Co- Kevin Costner d- uh, does not directly interact with any of the other actors, right? It's just him talking in his own thoughts. Yeah, it's just Enzo's thoughts, and that's what he says. Did you ever feel that it felt kind of 
off at times or did they did they manage to find a way to make it work like him talking in his own thoughts and just everyone else around him is talking they made it work it was a very good job he would like kind of tell the audience what just happened and what he thinks about it and i thought that was pretty cool very interesting ian what do you think about the pacing of this movie did you ever feel it was too slow at times or was it too fast or was it a good medium in between no, it was it was a good medium in between. That's good to hear. Brock, do you agree with Ian on that? Yes, I do. Cause the race car track, you obviously know that the race cars go fast and there's slow points, so it's a good in between. Mm, interesting. Speaking of which, there are race cars in this movie. Ava, are there like a lot of racing scenes? Yeah, there's a lot of scenes where the family is at the track, which I thought was pretty cool because the race cars had some action to the movie when parts got sad, so it got a little bit fast. Very interesting. Uh, Brock, would you overall say that there is a nice medium between all the comedy and sadness that I've been hearing from some parts of the movie? Yes. So you don't feel like kids would ever feel like too sad while watching the movie. They they just know, you know, it's life. It can sometimes be hard. Yeah, they might get a little sad at points, but not too much. All right. Ian, what do you think the age rating and star rating should be for this movie? I think the age rating should be uh, 10 to 18. And adults will enjoy it as well. And... And the star rating is definitely five out of five stars. All right. Thanks for this interview. It's been absolutely amazing. Let's take a break. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The New Adventures of Gumby, the 80s, volume two. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Alejandra Artia from Miami, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold and the Art of Racing in the Rain. And next, we'll be talking with Arjun from Tennessee, age 17, about Bennett's War. So, Arjun, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Happy Great. <laughs> Great. Well, to start off, can you tell us a little bit about what the film is about to get a grasp on the storyline? Okay, so it's about this soldier, Marshall Bennett, who's okay. really skilled at, like, motocross racing, like, with bikes. But instead of choosing to go pro with that, he chose to uh, ride for the Army. And uh, he... Unfortunately, he gets into an accident, like an explosion happens, and he actually badly injures his leg. It's like a bad fracture, and, you know, he's not able to ride for a while, and he slowly works up on that. And then once he has to get involved with his dad's financial troubles and also helping his family out financially, like he has a wife wife and kid, uh, he gets back into racing. He's obviously back in—he's obviously on top, but— you know, his shape doesn't allow right, him to. And, yeah. he, and he also makes a lot of enemies. So basically, it's an underdog story. <laughs> okay, yeah. And going back on how you said about the explosion and the accident he had during the movie, did you, did you like how they, like, the special effects or, or the editing that made that seem possible? Talk, yeah. Uh, I, it's, a, it's not, like, the most big-budget movie. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think the action scenes was definitely the weakest part. But... The motocross racing scenes were amazing. They're absolutely like the practical effects are awesome. Just the way they shoot it, I just I was honestly amazed by how they did it. Uh, the war scene is still shot nicely. It's just you know it it looked a little fake at times, but I just I think the movie just really benefits when it shows you the racing on screen and it's just absolutely right. amazing to watch. So you think the movie lived up to the the genre of being like an adventure and drama movie, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it definitely lives up to anyone's expectation, especially anyone who's into racing movies, they'll really like this because it's a racing movie at its heart. You know, it's a movie about an underdog who's right. who's trying to make his way to the top, support his family. And I just think those are all relatable themes while showing some really exhilarating chase scenes. And not, not chase scenes, but like race races. Great, interesting. And another note, what is your opinion on the performance of the actors that brought the characters to life? Uh, all of the actors were good. Michael Rourke plays the main character, and he's he's really good. You know, there's there's a lot of nuance to his performance. Like, I really love the way he presents his emotions because he's really going through a tough time in his life. Like, you know, he could possibly lose the one thing that really keeps him going through the day, and that's racing. Right. It's it's more than a hobby for him. Like, it's 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 his life, really. Um, and it's just, it's really just uh, satisfying to, to watch him get back on top and always prove others wrong. And and the way he presents, the way he plays, plays his character, it's it's just good natural acting. I really liked Allison Page, too. Uh, okay, she's a really yeah. good, like, devoted wa- wife. She wants to help her husband, and I just thought she really pr- portrayed that well. You know, she always steps up to, like whatever he wants to do initially there are some disagreements but i really liked how they came to um they came to uh make amends with those and then like they they lit you know she really wants to see her husband do what what he loves and that's motocross racing yeah and i just think it's a good movie couple but 
I really like Trace Adkins' uh, character. Uh, he's not as main characters as the uh, two I mentioned before, but he's really good as the dad. And there's a really, really good scene where Trace Adkins talks about uh, what happened with his wife, and and he relates that to uh, Allison Page's character, Struggle, who plays Sophie, his, his wife, of course. Like, you know, what if he won't yeah. come back from racing and because his wife was a fight okay i can't spoil it but all i'm saying is it's a really <laughs> no spoilers, <good> please. <laughs> and it's so emotional and i thought it was the best scene in the movie great and i mean now that well i mean it is it's limited so what we can see or grasp from the person like not the character but from the actor and the movie but now that you like you know did the interviews you got to feel their personalities more what like how do you feel that i mean did they fit did, were they a great fit for the character they played or what are your opinions about them oh yeah definitely like trace adkins voice and stoicness really fit um his the dad role well you know when i was interviewing him he talked about how when he read the script he really liked that it's about this dad who doesn't know he, he's kind of cornered like you know should i support my son in uh what in his passions and talents and and pursuits uh, despite, you know, all the setbacks and what it could cost him or, you know, should I support him? And, you know, just uh, I think he was really intrigued by that aspect of the role. And I think he sold it well. You know, I like it, it was just a believable father son relationship between the two. And, and I enjoyed right. watching that. But Michael Rourke is unexpectedly just the most hilarious guy I've met. Like from the movie, I wasn't really expecting it. Like, I mean, I watched the movie right afterwards. But he is so down to earth, and he's just—he's just funny. Same with Allison Page; uh, they were just—they were two of the funniest uh, people on the red carpet, and they were just really fun to talk to. Trace was as well. Uh, you know, he definitely—he also—he also likes to talk about country music a lot. You know, it, I think—I think all the people were good fits for their roles, especially Ali Afsar, who plays uh, um, the boss, Marshall's okay. boss. Yeah. So I thought he was really good. He's hilarious. So I think all of the people fit their roles well. All right. Well, you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, The Art of Racing in the Rain, and Bennett's War. And right now I'm talking to Arjun about Bennett's War. So you were saying that um, during the interviews you got a little bit of a, well, not a sneak peek, but you got to know the, not the characters, but the actors that play the characters well. So you're saying that they're absolutely amazing and that they do fit the characters that they play, correct? Yeah, and they really just have this natural, like, like out-of-screen dynamic that I rarely see from casts ever. Like, they're, they're all great they're all- friends, you can tell. It's just absolutely amazing to watch them. Yeah, I think that's such a uh, like an important aspect that not a, not a lot of people take into consideration. I mean, you have to have, like, some chemistry with the cast and crew that you work with because... At the end, it shows in the end result or in the movies. I think that. I don't know if you share my opinion or not. Oh, yeah. I share your opinion big time. You know, when when the cast members don't work well together, it shows. And I've seen yeah. movies and TV shows where that is the case. And they are just not good to watch. Yeah, because at the end, you kind of agree. I mean, not agree, but you kind of notice that little off yeah yeah sure i love the setting and the way they would show like all the backgrounds i mean it seems so aesthetic like you were saying before like all the motocross scenes and the explosion and just kind of the backgrounds that were going on like in the scenes so you think that would that um added on or that um benefited the success of the movie 
Oh, yeah. It definitely benefited the main themes in the movie. It's a very right. different take on a on a story that's been told a lot. And that's that's really good because, you know, I don't want to see the same thing over and over again, you know, where the guy comes back home and all of this. I like seeing that, you know, there's a lot of themes like right, the guy yeah. could have could have went pro on a motorcycle, but he chose to ride for the army. And that's that's just really that's a good theme to present, you know, one's love for his country. And it it's good to see that there's the aspect of a soldier coming back home, but he also has like this this talent which it which drives him inward like his core right yeah and going in a little bit deeper on what you just said about the theme and what it teaches the audience is that what you think like the overall message is uh yeah definitely the overall message it, it's about following your passions and talents but also respect you know having a love for your overall country for the um opportunities it can provide you know for all of us like you know what we're doing right now, for example, I mean. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so you think that the audience could gain a lot. Well, I mean, apart from the fact that it is entertaining and that it's super fun to watch because of what we said, the themes and the aesthetic way they make the movie and the storyline, but also from the message and the life lessons they get. Because, I, I mean, from just watching the, the trailer, you can see, like, all the very deep aspects the movie has. So, yeah, Arjun, what sure. star and eight range would you give this movie? Uh, I would give it a, a four out of five stars and maybe a ten to eighteen. You know, in the beginning, there's a there's a lot of war violence. There's not much of it afterwards. There's there's not much violence afterwards. There there's some language. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks for the heads up for the people that are watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Arjun, for being here. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Well, let's take a break. I'm Alejandra Garcia from Miami, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by The New Adventures of Gumby, the 80s volume 2. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First film critics boot camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C. and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You 
are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, The Art of Racing in the Rain, Bennett's War, and next we'll be talking with Nava on Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Now, I've seen this movie, and I just had an absolute blast with this movie. It just does not take itself seriously, and it's got one of the best on-screen dynamics I've seen in a while. Do you agree with me, Nava? Yes, I do agree. This movie was mind-blowing. Yes, for sure. Non-stop action from start to finish. And what did, what did you think about the cast overall? Just like Jason Statham, Dwayne Johnson, and Vanessa Kirby. They all did great on acting. They're very well known, and I just loved all of the actors in it. I really know them. Well, not personally, but I love their movies. What did you think of Idris Elba as the main bad guy? I think he played a good bad guy because he has played many bad guys in the past. So I think it was a very good role for him. Yeah, definitely. I agree. He has like this... A lot of times he was just saying absolute gibberish, like nonsense off the script, but it just worked because his on-screen presence and just charisma. And I just, I totally bought that. He's a threat that these two hunks of men could could fight. Uh, What did you think about the action scenes? The action scenes were mind-blowing, amazing. They were just like nonstop action and had me on the edge of my seats. What was your favorite action scene? When they went under the truck and the tires almost hit them. Like, it was so brilliant. I agree. That was that was one of mine. I personally liked the Picador scene. That was funny. I wish they didn't show too much of it in the trailers. Which, speaking of which, do you think they showed too much of this movie in the trailers? Not really too much, but most of it, yes. Yeah, I agree. I, I wish that they left some of the action beats as a surprise because personally I think it would have really benefited the movie this is still a really awesome movie but I do think the trailers and the marketing was really bad but let's talk about the surprise cameos now we can't give them away but what did you think of the think of them overall they were just they they meant to be with the movie I think they fit with the movie it just was perfect I agree, especially two of the cameos. If you know what movie they're from, it's a nice little inside joke. So what do you think are the overall messages that one should take from watching this movie? Because while it is a nonstop action movie, it has some really heartwarming messages about family. Yes, I think it's family first and teamwork makes the dream work. Just like the other Fast and Furious movies, it's always about family. I agree. So what did you think about the uh, final action scene in Samoa? Did you think that really built upon the family aspect and and Hobbs trying to reach out to his family? Yes, I think it made him connect more with his family instead of like thinking of work and stuff, but more with his family. I agree. Because even if you've had past disagreements with your family, you should always learn to forgive your family and and work towards a better communication. What what do you think is the age range and the star rating for this movie? I give it a 5 out of 5, and I recommend it for ages 13 to 18, and I think adults will enjoy it also. 
You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we have been talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, the art of racing in the rain, Bennett's War, and now we are continuing our discussion of Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw with Nava, of course. And so, what did you think about the uh, romantic dynamic between Dwayne Johnson's character and Vanessa Kirby's character? I just thought it was absolutely hilarious, and it honestly, I didn't mind it. What were your thoughts? I didn't mind it because they didn't show it too much in the movie. If they did, I feel like it would have not been more about the action. But they put it in in appropriate times, and it was just perfect. I agree. I especially just love Jason Statham just reacting to them, and it's his nat. He's just haunted by it. Honestly, uh, there's so much scenes of comedy in this movie. What was your favorite scene that just made you laugh so hard? There were so many scenes that made me laugh so hard. I think my favorite part of the scene was when they was at the airport. That part was just so hilarious. Yeah, we definitely can't uh, spoil the gag there because, you know, we have some kids listening to us. But, uh, you know, it's definitely appropriate for a PG-13 movie. But it was one of the funniest things I've, I've seen in quite a while. So this being such a successful movie do you think they should do another one like not a fast and furious movie but one with just hobbs and shaw and maybe they go to outer space yes they should continue this movie more because i think they would have a great storyline to continue with it with and it will just be perfect how do you feel about them possibly going to outer space um, them going to outer space might be a little too crazy, but anywhere else would probably be better. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I've, you know, that's been a thing online recently. Is the Fast and Furious series going to go out of space? And with the craziness in this movie and just watching it evolve since the first movie, I do think at some point it will, not quite next movie. But do you think that in the next movie they should involve some of the other Fast and Furious uh cast members like maybe Vin Diesel or you know any of the other OG crew definitely because like what's a Fast and Furious movie without the Fast and Furious OG crew yeah I agree I agree okay I did feel that the movie is a little too long for its own good that there some of the scenes could have been cut especially when they were heading over to Samoa at times it did feel a little forced what what were your thoughts on the movie's overall length it was a little long, but it wasn't too long because it was kind of like showing mostly action and not driving off to somewhere else. So that was good. Did you ever feel the action scenes got kind of repetitive sometimes? Yeah, they just it just got really repetitive and it was just too much. I agree, but at the same time, I like the amount of variety they had. Just like, you know, there's a lot of fisticuffs, there's a lot of shootouts, and there's a lot of car chases that go back to the series roots, which I enjoyed. All right, so if you had to pick between the two, who would it be, Hobbs or Shaw? Like, who's your favorite? I think Luke Hobbs. He was just like, I loved his character. He was just very bold. Yeah, I agree, too. It's kind of hard... I think I'm going to have to go with Shaw because Jason Statham, he's, I've just watched him ever since the Transporters series, and he's just so suave and, and just so secret agent. I really like it. I like all the cars and everything he drives, but Hobbs, 
gotta love Hobbs. Like, there's no way you can hate Dwayne Johnson. He's just he's just a lovable man. All right. So, what is the overall star and age rating for this movie? I give it five out of five stars and recommend it for ages 13 to 18. And I think adults will enjoy it too. All right. Thanks for this interview. This has been absolutely amazing. And definitely check out Hobbs and Shaw, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the newest films, DVDs, TV shows, musics, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First film critic team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look out for our reviews on Press for Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. The show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by The New Adventures of Gumby, Volume 2. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.